What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Forgotten Jesus Podcast. I almost fell out of my chair right there. I don't know if y'all oh, wow. saw that. that uh, my name's Andrew. Uh, with us, of course, is Pastor Robbie Gowdy and his wife, Candy. If this is your first time on the podcast, there's your introduction. Yeah. Okay, Pastor, we have been talking about Christmas things, the yeah. Christmas story, misconceptions that we've always believed. Yeah. And today we're getting to the wise men. Yes. Why were they so wise? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, we know it's not wise to have them at your nativity scene on your Ooh. front lawn, though. We know that Ooh. for sure. Why is that? Well, Why because should it didn't happen that way. Because it didn't happen that way. That's right. But who's going to tell that to somebody who took the time to set up, like Candy's dad, every year? Listen, my dad built that. I know he did. And I know that. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying anything <clears> bad <throat> about it. But have, have, were you were you raised with lights outside the house or no lights for Christmas? Your family? Did y'all put lights up or no lights? Um, I don't really remember. Oh, Isn't that must, weird? You didn't have lights. We must you not have, have had lights. lights. You would have remembered. No, you would have remembered. Like Candy I just remembers. remember one year we left our tree up through uh, July. <laughs> Was it fake or real? No, uh, it was fake. Okay, I'm about to say and, <laughs> and to be fair, oh, I grew gosh. up in Robertson County where people keep Christmas lights up year-round. That's true. Yeah. So, That's true. so I, wasn't I don't really like remember. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Now, Candy, on the other hand, her dad would get out and build the, he'd build the oh, manger yeah. and he, he would yeah. build the shed and put the wood, you know, everything oh, yeah. up. Oh, yeah. We moved deal. to lasers now. Like we got the laser things at our house, and yeah. it just shine lights on the. Oh yeah, no, we yeah. put I lights on every ago. bush. Candy said no. Every column, every window, every wow. eve. Y'all do that right now? No, we did. No, 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 no because I'm not saying I have to do that. I've not seen any right. lights on y'all's house. There putting up no I grew Christmas up in a lights. home. We did nothing like that. So yeah, we well, are Catholic. Yeah, Pfft, well, <laughs> that's y'all true. Just, we're putting up <laughs> Are you saying Mary. Catholic people don't put up? No, you just put up Mary. You put up Mary. You only put up Mary in that Okay, moving on. Okay. I'm sorry. So uh, not only should you not have the wise men at the birth of Jesus, we sing songs about the wise men being at the birth of Jesus. We three kings of Orient, Orient are. Bearing gifts. Oh, wait, I, travel. I, travel <laughs> I don't even know the words. Yeah. No, they <laughs> actually are there. They're just there later and right. we'll show you they why. They do come. They do come. So maybe people are just putting out their nativity, like pulling it all together. Well, listen, you can't hurry things not, with, with You know God. what I'm saying? On, like Katie. not, oh, sorry. Hold on, let's get, <laughs> let's get to the text. Matthew 2, 1. We're back into Matthew. Okay. We went to Luke and now we're back to Matthew. Matthew 2, 1. We'll read uh, a, a large portion of this so we can get an idea of what's happening. So go ahead. Okay. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of King Herod, wise men from the east. Okay, hold on. Underline King Herod and remember that. Put a pin in that. King Herod. Keep going. Wise men from the east arrived in Jerusalem saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star at its rising and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this. King Herod, make a note of that. He was deeply disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. So he assembled all of the chief priests and scribes of the people and asked them where the Messiah would be born. In Bethlehem of Judea, they told him, because this is what was written by the prophet, and you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, because out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, King Herod, <laughs> secretly... No, not, not King Herod. You just Herod. said it. Then Herod. Ooh, Make a note of that. Secretly of that. summoned the wise men and asked them the exact time the star appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the child. Mm. When you find him, report back to me so that I too can go and worship him. 
After hearing the king, they went on their way, and there it was, the star they had seen at its rising. It led them until it came and stopped above the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overwhelmed with joy. Entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and falling to their knees, they worshiped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their own country by another route. Ooh, okay. A lot there. Yep. The longest passage. Uh, yeah, let let's read long. Okay, a couple things we're going to talk about here. Uh, we always assume three kings of Orient, and I made a note, uh, uh, I made mention of that earlier. Why is that not totally accurate when we say three kings of Orient are, or we even depict them in the scenes of the narrative uh, or, or the nativity on our front lawn with three kings? Why is that not biblically accurate? Well, they weren't kings, right? Okay, true. But, well, but I'm looking at a it number here. It doesn't say three. It just says wise men. Just says we wise men. We assume three huh. because Why? three gifts. Yes. Oh, how about that? Think about that. So here's a perfect example of tradition right. influencing our biblical understanding of wow. the story. Remember, we've got to go with what the text says. Now, could there have been three? Absolutely. But there would, would there have been more? I think so. Yeah. So there like, were probably I guess way more the than The question three. would be how many wise men ran in a circle together? Ooh. Like, how would you figure that out? How many, why, is this a joke? No, 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 no. no. I'm like, serious. Like, if you had, you know, like, well, Jesus had 12 all, disciples. So, like, say the wise men traveled in groups of wise men. You know, was that normally 10 or 20 or let nobody me add, cares? Let, no, let me ask, let me ask, let me ask <laughs> Chad GPT. Okay. I got the, this. The question is, okay, first of all, they're not wise men. <laughs> Because that's what they're called. No, 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 we call them wise men, but they're not really wise men. They're actually astrologers. Okay, they are Gentile astrologers, mm -hmm. and I'm going to make the case they came from the east. Okay, Gentile astrologers from the east. They're wise because they obviously were wise enough to worship Jesus. Well, that's why we call them wise men. But the thing is, we know a couple of things. One, we don't. A couple of things we know. We don't know how many there were. Number two. We, as Andrew said, we, we assume they're kings, but not necessarily. Number three is we don't know how many came, mm -hmm. but I'm sure it's a bunch of them because remember, they're making a journey from mm -hmm. the east. And I'm going right. to make the case they came from Babylon, which would have been a four to six month journey. You're going to travel with more than three people. You're going to travel with a caravan of people. And then we only know the three types of gifts they brought. We don't know the quantity or the quality, or the amount of gifts. So it could be more, okay? One of the reasons I believe that they were not at the birth of Jesus is twofold, or two of the reasons, okay? Number one is this. It says, when they entered the house, they saw the, verse nine, child, child yeah. okay? And the language of the Greek New Testament, that word child is not baby. It's like a young toddler. Mm -hmm. So Jesus, we assume, was probably one to two years old. Yeah. But the second clue, which is probably the better clue, is verse 11, okay? I want you to see where they came in. Uh, and it's not a manger, give you a heads up, and it's not a cave. Interesting. Read this. They entered the house. Ooh, they entered the house, okay? And they saw the child with Mary, his mother. Yes, they saw the child marry his mother. Now, we believe Jesus was two or under because in verse 16, Herod's going to say, I want to kill every child two or under. Okay. Now, the second thing that stands out to the text is you're reading this story. Let's read it with, with fresh eyes. What is odd about this text, particularly the navigational system of the astrologer 
wise men, uh, guys from the East. What is what is interesting about that? I mean, they followed a star to get there. A star. The star didn't even show up until he was born. So no way they were there then. Well, and here's what's interesting. What's that? The, they had to be following this star for months. Mm, right. Okay, so they don't just wake up and say, hey, we're going to take a jet to, you know, from Babylon to, to Bethlehem. Right. No, they started following the star probably four to six months before with a caravan of people. Mm -hmm. Now, a couple of things about the star that make me believe it's not an ordinary star. Okay. Let me give okay. you five of them. Number one, it says the star was called, quote, his star, Jesus' star, the Messiah star. So it shows us this is not like regular st regular stars, right? This is a different star. Number two is the star has the ability to rise. You ready for this? From south to north and north to south. Star can move. Hmm. One thing about stars is they don't move. Once they place, they don't move. Okay, unless it's got a shooting star, but that's different. Number three is the star moves from east to west. We also know the star actually disappears and reappears. It goes and it comes. Now, here's the final one, which I think is interesting. The star then finally hovers, it says, over what? Over a house. Okay? So let's go back and read this. It says, the star, uh, they would follow the star, and the star had been seen at its rising, verse 9. It had led them, and it stopped above the place where the child was. Now, here's the question. What do you think this star is, Andrew? I'm going to give you a guess. I don't know for sure, but I'll give you a guess of what I think yeah, yeah. the star is. I think is. it's uh, ancient aliens. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm sorry. I've been That's waiting. That's for my dad. That's I've been, been, been waiting. Wait, 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, Candy, what do you think? I mean, I think it's a star. Okay. I think if God can speak the world into exist I existence, I think he can put a star anywhere he wants to. True, true. What is the problem with the star the more we learn today in our modern science and study of the stars? Well, how that, much heat does a star see, that, that's you're assuming we actually live on a round earth? If you go with the flat earth theory and the firmament, Here then we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh, man. I saw I saw a guy really just debunk the whole flat earth thing just simply send it to me. I'll send it to you. I'm like, yeah, you got a couple guys there. in the church that need it. Yeah. No, here's my here's my suggestion. <laughs> I'm gonna let me get to the point. Okay. I think the star is it a planet. No, is the Shekinah glory of God. Okay, this is my this is my Ooh, belief. So it's like a star. Yes, li Ooh. it's like a star. Does it say like a star, or is it say in a the star? original? Um, so I don't like know, but, dove, but here's why I'm deducing: they're using a regular star imagery. to be in the vicinity of a regular star. You would burn up and and be decimated because of the heat. Uh, well, in the vicinity. Remember, the closest star to Earth is what? I have no idea. The sun. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, pretty yeah. easy. Yeah, yeah. That Any closer to the sun, we burn to a crisp. So that right. distance is enough to burn us up. And so I think what this is, is the Shekinah glory of God guiding these men. It, it could look like a star, be described as a star, but it's yeah. have, it doesn't have the characteristics of a regular star, like you said. But it has star-like qualities, but it's the Shekinah glory of God. Why? Because what does the Shekinah glory of God do in the Old Testament when I, you ready for this? When Samuel dedicates the temple, the Shekinah glory of God comes down and hovers hmm. over the temple, covers the temple of God. What does Jesus, John, say? Hmm. The word made flesh and tabernacle templed with us. And so the Shekinah glory of God is hovering over the son of God in the house. That's my So guess. you're basically saying yes. it's not a star up in the sky. You're saying it was hovering closer to them 
actually and leading them because, yeah, because the it, heat, what does the heat matter? It comes down over, it, 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 it stops stopped above, the, above the place where the child was. Now, if So you think it's not way up high, it's lower for them to really have been able to see well, it let's where think it of a, Yes, because think of a star in the sky. If I could say, look, that star is hovering over well, our no. house. You could say, what house? You see what I'm saying? No, I know. Well, but if I see close. a light in the sky, it gets bigger as I get closer to it. So I, I don't feel like it would have to move if it was... Well, and I mean, well, but it says everybody it moves, else would have thing. been like following along with the caravan. There's that. I'd have been there like, whoa, look no, at this. This is crazy. But we're back to the text, which says the star rises and falls. The star moves. The star guides. The star rests. Okay, so that's, a, that's uh, again. So according to the text, it's a star. Awesome. It's, a, it's a star without star-like qualities and characteristics that could burn them up because I think it's the Shekinah glory of God. I think that's a great. But don't you think the Shekinah glory of God would burn them up? Does it burn other people up in You couldn't even be in the presence of God or look at God or, do you know what I'm saying? Anyway, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not there. I'm not, I don't know what I think about this temple. The temple had the Shekinah glory of God. It didn't burn them up being in the vicinity. It's just entering the presence of it. Okay, moving on. That's just a guess. We don't know for sure. It's just my. This is probably my favorite episode we've done in a while. Like I tell people, (laughs) one of the things about this podcast I love is when I find out my wife and I disagree totally on. Well, it's not that we totally disagree. It's just that I don't think I'm there yet. Okay. The first you know time what here. I'm is this saying? your first time hearing this game? Oh yeah, it's just first time. Sh- yeah, the stuff. first time I'm hearing. I don't give kind her of glory any thing. updates on. Just I like just you. assume y'all talk about the stuff at dinner. No, no, no. no. You and we've Candy, talked over the years, but you and this Candy. Is a new thing. This is what I love about this podcast. You and Candy and the studio audience who's in here, which is not many, but the studio audience that's in here. It's growing. It's growing. It is growing. We're running out of space, but uh, we y'all hear it fresh for the first time, and I love to see your facial expressions. Which, by the way, if you don't. No, we are on YouTube That's right. as well as on podcasts. Okay, okay so, so, let's move on to okay. how these astrologers who know how to study the stars, so right. they know star qualities and patterns. That's after, a whole other thing. They, how did they fall? I'm saying it's a star, if, but not the qualities and characteristics of a red. It looks like a star. Let's just say this, summarize. It looks just like a star, but it's not a star by quality and characteristic. It has something more. It's different. Start well, I move, think if you know the culture, the culture explains things using word pictures. I could see how they could get here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But the question is, how did they get here? Right? Have you ever wondered how do Gentiles answer that in the last pagan, episode? Did you? Yeah, in a Honda. <laughs> Remember? In one accord. In one accord. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how they got here. Okay. No. Uh, how did they get here? I want to bring you back to the book of Daniel. Go to Daniel chapter nine, verse twenty-four. Daniel chapter 9, verse 20. I have a burning 20. question. Okay, go for it. Like a sneeze. <laughs> like a star. Okay, so why, so they stayed in Bethlehem? <laughs> <Like a> star. <laughs> Sorry. They you stayed in Bethlehem? Time. They didn't go back to Nazareth after he was born? They stayed there for years? Well, they stayed for a little while, and then you were going to learn next week or a couple weeks, they're going to go to Egypt and then to Nazareth. Why would you, okay. stay, in, why would you stay in Bethlehem if you're Joseph? Family. Uh-huh. Ah. He's got family there. Or okay. he has property there for sure. So he's okay. probably got family still there. Okay. And if you've ever had a baby, it helps to have a mother-in-law or mother and kidding. father. Father-in-law to help, right? But okay. nobody had room for him. There, anyway. there is that. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel okay. what, honey? Daniel chapter 9, verse 24. Uh, Daniel's going to be... So Daniel was a boy who was exiled from the southern kingdom of Judah in Israel to Babylon. Okay? So Daniel's there... Um, 
about 600 years before the birth of the Messiah, Daniel's going to give some prophecies. He's a well-known prophet in the East, and Daniel is going to prophesy about the Messiah. Now, one of the things about Daniel we're going to learn is because Daniel actually went above and beyond to protect a certain group of people, King Nebuchadnezzar actually delegated that he should lead these people and, quote, disciple them from here on out, which you're going to see is pretty interesting. Daniel chapter 9, verse 24, Daniel's going to give us a prediction on when the Messiah is going to come. 924, read that okay. real quick. 70 weeks are decreed about your people and your holy city to bring the rebellion to an end, to put a stop to sin, to atone for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness to seal up vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy place. Keep going. Keep, well, you're supposed to read 70 weeks or 77s. Where's the 77s? Do you have that? Mine says 70 weeks are decreed. Okay, 70 weeks. So 70 weeks for seven years to come past. Basically, the number is 491 is where we get this number, 499. So roughly 491 years from Daniel, the Messiah is going to come. So Daniel predicts the Messiah's coming. Okay, so he he's a man who knows God's going to send a Messiah and when he's going to come. So how do we know the astrologers came from Daniel? My case I'm going to make real quick is that Daniel discipled these wise men, quote, slash astrologers, mm -hmm. and these astrologers followed a star to come present gifts to the Messiah, okay? Go to Daniel chapter, um, I think it's Daniel chapter, where is he? Where does uh, he? 228. Yeah, 248. It's two, it's two yeah. 248. 248. How did you know? Because I have searched the connections between Daniel and the Magi. Ooh. So, okay. okay. I have some All right. So 248. Okay. Yes. You want me to read so, this? So Daniel, remember, is going to protect the Magi because they can't interpret the dream right. And Daniel interprets it. Nebuchadnezzar wants to kill all the astrologers who are hired pr prophets, and they don't get it right. And Daniel says, hey, wait a minute. Don't kill them. Verse 48. Watch this. Then the king promoted Daniel and gave him many generous gifts. He made him ruler over the entire province of Babylon and chief governor over all the wise men of Babylon. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Wise so, man. It said wise man. Yeah, is what, I'm just saying. Well, yes, that's a translation. <laughs> yes, it does say wise man. Yeah. Okay. But right, what, I, what I just clarify, wise actually doesn't mean like wise what we think. These are the men who, quote, had all wisdom. And the way you had wisdom of the future was they looked at the stars. They were astrologers, which today we would look at as kind of new age practitioners who can look at the stars and tell your future by day you were born with the star kind. It's kind of wacky. But these were actual real people back then that did this, okay? Mm -hmm. So Babylon was a place where they believed in these kind of predictions. Daniel now protects the wise men. He starts to disciple these men. What is he discipling these men in? The ways and the comings of the Messiah. And here's a little side note too. Guess how many times it associates Daniel with the wise men or the astrologers in the book? Take a guess. In which book? In Daniel? In Daniel. Just in Daniel. You ready for this? 20. Five times. Five different times he's associated with the astrologers. He's mm -hmm. associated with the astrologers. And so basically, here's a man put over sovereignly the school of astrologers who can discern the star constellations. And oh, by the way, 500 years later, God's going to send a star mm -hmm. that these guys will follow to bring gifts mm -hmm. to bankroll to, to make sufficient the travels of the Messiah, his son, and his parents, because they have no money. So did Daniel know God was going to send a star? Or yes, is that did. just the sovereignty okay. of God to, okay, to line up oh, people boy, who are into stars? You see, you don't, even know, you don't even know what you're asking. Mm -hmm. 
So in the city of Babylon, mm -hmm. a book was written okay. that prophesied about the Messiah coming to Israel. Okay, and, uh, and it had already been written. It's in the book of Numbers. Go with me to book of Numbers chapter 24. Numbers chapter 24, we have the story of Balaam. Balaam was hired to curse Israel more than a millennium before Christ was born. But by God's design, the curses actually resulted in blessing for the nation of Israel, one of which came, Numbers chapter 24, verse 17, about the blessing of the Messiah. Now watch this. It says, I see him, but not now. I perceive him, but not near. A star will come from Jacob and a scepter will arise from Israel. He will smash the forehead of Moab and strike down all the Shethites. Okay, now watch this. So we already learned that the star is not technically a, a literal star, like or like a star we know of. It's a star-like ability. He's describing something that looks star-like. We also know a scepter is another word for king. So what he's saying oh, is, you're okay. going to love this. Yeah. The star rising from Israel is a king. Okay, so you're going to find this star that's going to rise, and that's going to show you that the king has come. Now watch this. Guess what Balaam was? You're going to love this. Guess what Balaam was? What was his profession? What was his job from Numbers 22? It tells you in the text. Numbers. Was a non-Israelite prophet? Uh, close. He was, well, that's what this says. he was an astrologer. Really? Yes. Where? And guess where he's from? Pether. Guess where Pether, P-E-T-H-O-R, guess where Pether is located? You're going to love it. I mean, you can't make this stuff up anymore. Pether is located in the Babylon. Babylonian Empire. Mm. Wow. So he probably, again, don't know for sure, but he was probably a part of the Babylonian school of astrology. And so now we have the second connection mm -hmm. to the Babylonian wow. astrologers. What town did they travel to? Well, we have another prediction from the Old Testament, Micah chapter 5, verse 2. Remember, Daniel knows all of these prophecies. He knows the Old Testament. He is teaching and discipling these men in this. Let's continue on. Micah chapter 5, verse 2. What does it say? I'm still in okay, Numbers Andrew, 22. We, we're way out of time. Andrew, read Micah chapter 5, verse 2. And I <clears> want to <throat> get to an end here because we got to finish this. You got to hear this. I don't have it. So Candy's going to basically <laughs> says okay. a child will come to you. Oh, smallest of all tribes, uh, you are the land of Bethlehem, okay? So Micah chapter 5, verse 2 gives them the city. Mm -hmm. Numbers chapter 22, gives, number 24, gives them the picture of how, what, what's going to happen. It's going to rise above Judah, this star. You're going to follow this star. So here's what I believe. I believe Daniel, when he gets assigned to these astrologers, is teaching them one thing, okay? So you're Daniel, you've got a bunch of pagan Gentile astrologers. Are you talking about star constellations? No. Are you talking about how to look at the Big Dipper or Sagittarius, anything in the, no. What are you talking about? The star. The Bible. Mm. You're discipling them in the word. And the number one thing on his mind and was on their mind is the coming king who will make every wrong right, who will take this empire of pride and power and bring an empire of peace and shalom and rest for us. So that's what he's teaching them. He's saying he's going to come in about 490 years. So you're going to have to generationally, through a legacy, right. pass this down to mm. generation after Good. generation. And by the way, you're going to come bearing gifts. Okay. So what do they come with? They come with three gifts. And we'll talk about this and we'll close with this. The gifts are all symbolic mm -hmm. as to the character 
of Jesus and the ministry he will lead. Twofold. The first gift is gold, which is a picture of what? Royalty. Royalty, you give gold to a what? King. To a king. Okay. Number two was frankincense. What was incense? Like prayer. It was prayer by who? What group of people? The priest. The priest. He's the high priest. So the priest would use incense in the holy place and lift this incense up to the Lord as a sacrificial worship. So you have incense, gold, and what's the final one? Myrrh, which was used for what? Do you remember? Burial. To prepare the body for burial, it was a gift symbolizing the preservation of life after death. So here's what they're saying. They're making a statement with the gifts. This is not an ordinary infant or a child. He's two, one to two years old. This is a child who's going to be king, but he's also going to be priest, and he's also going to be sacrificed wow. and savior for wow. our sin. But it's more than that. I made the case earlier that Mary and Joseph did not have money. I make the case that they don't come down from... Nazareth on a donkey to right. Bethlehem because right. if they would have, they would have sacrificed that to the Lord. If you mm -hmm. missed that episode, you can go back. But the point I want to make here is this. If they don't have any money, mm. how are they now going to flee from getting killed from Bethlehem? Because they stay in Bethlehem. It's a death sentence right, on right. the Son of God. Yeah. Mm. You know, so Herod doesn't care. Herod wants to find this man. He wants mm -hmm. to kill this man because he's taking worship from him. So what do they do? They receive these gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And what do they do? They sell them to bankroll the fleeing of God's son to Egypt to spare his own life. Wow. And the wise men are sovereignly used by God, mm -hmm. discipled by Daniel 500 years before in the plan of God to pass generation after generation down of the word of God to protect the son of God from the death and the killing of Herod. I just think that's fascinating. It fascinating. just shows you the handiwork of God to weave together this story. What is the point of all this for us? God is in the finer details oh, yeah. of your life. Yep. You have no idea the significance of passing down and leaving a legacy through the word of God to your kids and your kids' kids and your kids' kids. Who knows? Maybe you could be Daniel passing on to some astrologers where it will come to fruition five millennium later, you know, or something, five centuries later. Sometimes I'm thinking about Daniel is, if you ask me, my opinion, they probably did talk about stars as well, and, but they took this common, Daniel probably took this common interest they had and used it as a platform to really disciple them in Jesus. So if you're listening to this, you may have something that point. you're into. That So for me, it's old trucks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I use yeah. my hobby of old trucks to talk to people about Jesus and build relationships to point them toward Jesus. So whatever you're into, you can use that as a platform. Maybe you're, great word. you know, set the sidelines of your kid's football game, whatever the case may be. You know, he probably, you're right. Thinking, you know, thinking he probably said, Hey, y'all see all these stars. Let me show you who made the stars. Right. Do you see these planets? Let me show you the expanse mm -hmm. of God. Let me show you the guy behind. Yeah. So he probably right. used where they were and gave uh, commentary behind it. That's good. Candy, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's She's still stuck on Numbers 22. Back to Balaam, but that's not next week. Next week, we're going to tackle the battle of two kingdoms, and you're going to see one kingdom against another. The question you're going to ask and answer is, what kingdom 
are you living in? Ooh, I like that. Mm. Well, we hope you enjoyed this special. Is this a continuation of the bonus episodes? Special Christmas bonus episodes, also in order of the podcast as well, sovereignly. So, Pastor, thank you. Candy, thank you. Uh, we'll let you guys continue to argue off camera. Uh, connect with us on Instagram if you'd like to at The Forgotten Jesus, and we'll see you on the next episode.